Today's episode is a bit unique. We're talking about one of the hardest but most valuable habits to learn. So this is a singular habit. It's really, really tough to identify, but once you do, and once you start trying to learn the fix, I guess, and apply this in your own life, it will transform your life for the better. The only problem is this bad habit is ubiquitous amongst everyone generally. This is something that humans are hardwired to do for better or for worse. Actually, it's it's for worse because it's a horrible thing that we're all prone to do. We'll talk about why we're prone to do it later, but now just know that this could change your life if you apply it. And I don't say that lightly. Quick quote. You might've heard this before if you're an avid listener of the Mission Daily, so bear with me. Everywhere and always, when human beings cannot or dare not take their anger out on the thing that has caused it, they unconsciously search for substitutes, and more often than not, they find them. Rene Girard. And this episode is dedicated to my co-host today. Unfortunately, she's been the victim of my bad habit of engaging in this behavior. And this is something that I'm not alone in, but it is something that I struggle to get better with, that we all struggle to fight and overcome. So Steph, what do you think that quote means? And what do you think when you hear it? All right. Well, first I'm thinking whatever I'm the victim of, I've probably done the same thing to you. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm also thinking it probably has to do with just what the quote says, taking your anger out or frustrations out on me when it doesn't have to do with me. I mean, that's kind of what the quote's saying, right? Definitely. Okay. And the quote is just a reference to the fact that when we get into complex situations or we get in arguments and things like that, and we get frustrated as humans, we can't take our anger directly out on the person or the the thing that caused it for a number of different reasons. Typically, it's due to a lack of courage. People are in a situation where a boss is just belittling them or giving them a really, really hard time, or somebody's bullying them, or maybe a company is bullying them. Like You never know what the situation is, and they inevitably take out that anger and that frustration somewhere. And it's not, it, it's really simple for people to think that, oh, any type of anger I have is bad. But if you have if you have anger, it's not necessarily bad. It might just be a symptom of the fact that you are being borderline abused by this institution or this person. And it's very important that you transmute that anger in healthy pathways. And it's very important that you explore that because if you don't, it will inevitably come out in all kinds of different ways and different mannerisms and passive aggressive behavior and weeks and months after a difficult conversation or an attack or a betrayal by a friend, you might find yourself in a fight with your spouse or a fight with your loved one and you might not consciously know what has caused it. But more often than not, if you're willing to do some deep psychological work, you can retrace the cause of it And typically you can find those frustrating circumstances that you have not fully dealt with in your head. There are many different ways that we'll talk about here at the end of the episode about how you can transmute that anger, work through these challenges so you're not a walking time bomb, basically exploding and punishing all of the wrong people who have nothing to do with why you're frustrated in the first place. Got it. All right. Well, before we jump in too deep, Let's give a shout out to our sponsor, Twilio, on this bright note today. (laughs) Sorry, Twilio, but you still have an amazing conference. It's called the Signal Twilio Conference, happening in San Francisco in October. And it's the customer and developer conference of the year. And you can get 20% off your conference tickets today by using the promo code MISSION20. So 
see us there. It's going to be a really fun conference. OK Go is going to be their band, and it's going to be really fun. Definitely. Right. And you don't want all of your developers being like Guilfoyle on Silicon Valley. That's for sure, because that's <laughs> a prime character who has not fully explored his name. I'm just kidding. I no, love, that's pretty I love great. Guilfoyle. I that, love Silicon Valley. I do too. All right. So when talking about this pretty deep topic, and now my mind is kind of going everywhere thinking about like, oh, when did Chad do this to me? When did I do it back to him? Yeah. Who else have I been inflicting this on? How do you notice it? Because I think that's the biggest problem is that you're doing it sometimes and you don't even know you're doing it. You just feel like, well, I'm frustrated at that person because I should be because they did this. And it's really hard to step back and see the bigger picture. It's really, really difficult to find the root causes of frustration and the root causes of situations where, you know, in my own life, much, much of what I had that was anger was caused by situations where I had no choices. I, I had no power in those circumstances. And this is a very like touchy subject for a lot of people, but this is why you have to fully explore your childhood as much as possible. And there, I recommend the works of Alice Miller, if you'd like to do that. She was a professional psychologist and psychoanalyst, one of my greatest heroes of all. And that's a great place and entry point to explore that work. And if you're brave enough, you can start to explore Rene Girard's work, but that's a whole nother rabbit hole that I, I don't recommend lightly because it's disturbing to say the least. But the stages of noticing this are very, very challenging because it takes, once I first encountered this quote, I had the mindset where I was like, great, check mark, I got it, won't do it. No, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It's something where you implant that information into your mind and into your consciousness and slowly you realize that you need to keep revisiting it. And it's very, very insidious. It will elude you. This will crop up again and again, especially if you're really pushing yourself, if you're really pushing yourself out there and encountering resistance in the world and speaking your mind and speaking truth to power, you will inevitably start to harbor frustration and anger. And they're something that's just unavoidable. And maybe it's a byproduct of being human. I think that it is. It's up to you to decide. So when you're interacting with other people, friends, bosses, coworkers, and couples, this might sound callous, but identifying where this occurs in others is the key to recognizing it in your own life. So study these situations where you see them happening in other, other places, because that's the easiest place to spot it. If you're just sitting in your car driving right now, think in your own mind about when growing up, you saw people basically taking out all their anger and frustrations out on somebody that had nothing to do with why they were angry in the first place. I can think of a bunch of different examples of this, and those are the easiest examples to first identify. I love that because it's similar to the worst managers you've ever had are sometimes the best teachers where you can identify what you don't want to be yeah. and then apply that to your own life. So same thing here. See it happening in your life or your past or wherever, and then seeing that you don't want to be a part of that or you don't want to do that yourself. Is that yeah. kind of what you're saying? Yeah, I think using anti-models is, is very, that's a great place to start. Those are typically the big causes of frustration for yeah, generally everyone. And if you want to read the Wikipedia entries on anthropology and sociology, I think that's a fun place to start because you can kind of deputize yourself a sociologist and anthropologist when you're starting to study everyone else. And you'll see this behavior played out in endless loops. Uh, basically, it's uh, the term is repetition compulsion. And 
you will see this again and again, and people will stay mired in these situations where it's basically like a hierarchy of abuse, where the person above is abused and they abuse the person underneath them. And I, I don't mean physical abuse. If somebody's physically abusive, you should go get help right away. But generally, there's a lot of different types of mental, physical, verbal uh, meanness. Let's just call it like being mean or unkind or generally unfair. I, I think that a lot of people love to cling to the phrase that, oh, life's unfair. Well, you have the power to make life more fair. If you choose that, you can start to be fair in situations. You have the power to be a judge and decide, no, this person's being completely ridiculous. I'm going to speak up and I'm going to say something. And when you get a chance to do that and speak up to the boss that's being completely unreasonable, you're in a tricky situation. You might have correctly analyzed that situation, or maybe you haven't. Maybe you don't have all the context. So weigh those two options very carefully. But if you do get a chance where maybe it's already clicking in your head and you realize, wait a minute, I am not being fair to my best friend. I've been really unfairly mean to them because of this other interaction with our boss at work where I have not spoke up and told him what I really think about him lying or you know whatever the case is. So in those situations, I think the best way to form the habit of escaping this trap is to speak up and speak truth to power. So how do you notice it in yourself? So I still think that's the biggest problem because a lot of times you have so much anger behind what's happening when you're taking something out on someone else. It's really hard to step back and analyze the situation. Afterwards, of course, you can always look back. Oh, I wish I did things differently. Very easy to do that. But in the situation when you're usually making things worse, how do you make yourself stop and analyze the situation before you keep making it worse and worse and worse. I'm not sure, but what I've started to do in my own life is basically any time at all when I get angry and I think that I'm angry with the person or the situation at hand, I'm starting to now just pause and I try to have the mindset that I don't know why I'm angry. That's my starting premise. And then I take a step back and try to look backwards at what actually caused it. What is the root here? And in many cases, it can be traced to myself, a failure to plan, a failure to be courageous enough, a failure of this or that or, or whatever the case is. But sometimes it can't. Like Sometimes there are cases where it can be traced to an individual or situation. And then in those situations, it's on me to you know cut ties from that and not continue to engage in that repetition compulsion of putting myself through the same endless traumas of psychological turmoil or whatever the case is. Got it. And do you, you usually bring that up to the person that you were taking your anger out on? Do you make it known to them that, hey, I was doing this and here's the reason why I think I was doing it? Or is that more something you keep to yourself and you just tell the I person, think, sorry? I, yeah, I think that just keeping it to yourself and telling them sorry is, is a good yeah. place because <laughs> you know passing the blame is always... Words fail us sometimes. And as we get better at communicating with each other very rapidly. Quick, fun side note here that we're going to have a more perfect form of speech thanks to technology and some mind computer interfaces and things like that. We're actually going to be, be able to show people what we mean, not just what we say. So I'm not talking about the small mouth noises coming across our mouths, which are it's very difficult to have two individuals who have a dictionary that perfectly syncs up with each other in terms of life experiences and how each person defines words is very, very different from what 
they might claim or what they what you might think anyways so that that's a big side note and but facial expressions too i was just reading a whole book about language, how yeah. different cultures will read certain facial expressions as happy whereas other ones are like yeah they're not that happy everyone has a different thought on what a facial expression actually means which yeah is so interesting. I, I think that generally in almost any cases of anger that's where you can step back and when i say speak truth to power and, and everything like that what i was saying in reference to what Steph was saying here is that to just generally just apologize and just recognize that you are doing it and you might not be aware of where the real anger is coming from. It might take you quite a while to find the real source of your anger, but use that catalyst and use that signal that is anger to start looking for the root causes. And when you do, it might take a while, but I promise that it will be worth it. And I promise that you'll learn incredibly valuable things about yourself in the process. So when you do speak truth to power, that's not an invitation to express anger. That's not an invitation to meet hate with hate. That is an invitation, though, to meet hate with reason and meet hate with logic. That is what is going to stop the situation. And maybe it's going to require you to be you know, very brave, but that also will be worth it because it the person might continue to be aggressive or whatever and then you're free to leave you don't have to do the passive aggressive thing you don't have to plot here's how i'm going to get back and here's how i'm going to show them or whatever you can just separate on your own terms and and the, the point here is to just identify these situations kind of remove yourself from them and you can typically go one layer deeper just again and again to find the root causes and if you're brave enough to do this it always goes back to being a young person and being a child typically got it all right well this is a very impactful episode now i'm going to start examining every interaction i have with people any bit of anger i have this is great <laughs> this is like a self-help session <laughs> <laughs> awesome i need them I, I need them that's for sure so a couple of quick ways to get out of this and not have as much tension and frustration because through things like work at, working out and noticing your thoughts and meditation and yoga and tracking yourself, so writing a journal, that's a really, really great way to start to track and manage your emotions and keep you know basically in an observer's eye view on your interactions. I think that's a great idea. So this weekend, when I was being unfair to you, when I was really frustrated about something, that's what prompted this episode is me. It's something that you have to forgive yourself for because it's going to happen again and again. Despite your best efforts, we're very imperfect. But anyways, when I noticed that I was doing this to you, I was being very unfair. Later that day, basically, as soon as I got a chance, I uh, grabbed a lift and just went to the gym and did a yoga session that was you know, way above my skill level. And I, I tried to hang the best I could. And it was you know, pretty funny at one point. I'm pretty sure the whole class was like looking at me in front of the mirror trying to do these poses. But the point is, I immediately put myself in a situation where I could use physical exercise to calm my mind, calm my body. So it's a never ending battle, but it's something that I promise that exploring this bad habit and also exploring ways to transmute it with good habits will be worth your time. Cool. All right. I love this episode. Well, thanks again to our sponsor Twilio for sponsoring amazing content like this. Check out the details in our show notes about the Signal Twilio conference coming up. It's going to be really fun. So you can see all the details in our show notes and make sure you use our promo code. Definitely. See you next time. See ya.
Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word, and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.